Peace and blessings upon you all. Welcome back to the Mindspace podcast. I am your host, Jasmine, and I am so happy to have you guys along today, allowing me to occupy a space in your mind. So a topic that has been brought up in my women's group as of recently is really trying to paint a picture to the women of being of a higher purpose, higher than yourself, you know, really looking at things through gratitude, through being of service, through gratefulness. And I'm here today to tell you guys as well that it's not about you. What do I mean when I say it's not about you? People in this day and age really live a life where it is about I, 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 what they want, where they want to go, that, you know, being of service comes second, showing gratitude comes second, being grateful comes second, giving back to others comes second. What they want, what they need, where they want to go, how they're going to get there is their priority in life. And you know what? Working on yourself does take a certain level of selfishness, of focus, of blocking out everything around you in order for you to just focus on being you. But after we've gone past that phase of really establishing our character, establishing the person we want to show up as, the person we want to be, we then have a duty to give that knowledge, those tips, that awareness to other people. People think that they are at a loss by giving back to others. They think they're at a loss by being of service. They think acting in a selfless and zero expectation manner is going to lessen their cup or where they're at or limit their growth. But I'm here today to tell you the truth of that is actually the complete opposite. Giving back to others allows you to exercise gratitude and gratefulness. Being a role model to people around you by spreading the knowledge you have, by spreading your journey, allows you to be accountable, allows you to be disciplined, allows you to want to continue to be better because people are looking toward you for direction. And that can be as simple as your household. It can be as simple as your friends group. It can be as simple as your workspace. You know, we are so blessed to be given a religion like Islam and wake up every day as Muslims. That in itself is something to be grateful for every single minute you're actually breathing. There aren't many people that have that luxury. Now, realizing that it's not about you has many layers, right? Because it starts with you. To an extent, it is about you to show up and to stay disciplined and to stay consistent. But what I'm more talking about is how can the journey you're on in healing, in whatever goals you have for yourself, also factor in bettering other people's lives, giving other people a chance, creating opportunities for other people? How is what you're serving higher than just you, your validation, your reassurance, your needs? How can you take all of that into serving others, into realizing that you have a bigger role to play in your community, in your household, in your environments? And realizing it's not all about you takes away 
the personal level of it, such as taking things personally, such as being critical, such as taking on other people and expecting them to act in a particular manner or be in a particular way. By realizing it's not about you allows you to come to things logically, not emotionally. It allows you to be present. It allows you to lend a hearing ear rather than just a listening ear. It allows you to stop and think. It allows you to prioritize. It allows you to make informed decisions. So if we can just sit in a neutral space, realizing everything that happens around us and that presents itself to us isn't actually about me. We provide so much space for option and choice and suggestion and opportunity and to come across from a place of empathy, of sympathy, of being able to put ourselves in other people's shoes in order to stop and take a minute and say, I wonder what's going on for them. How can I show up better for this person? Where along the way did I not give this person an opportunity to be their best self? And it's so important to understand that when you are on this journey of healing, of mindset, of growing, of being a better you, it is your job to bring other people on that journey. If you have information, it is your responsibility to share it, even if it's just a conversation with a friend. Once you have seen something that you can't unsee, you need to share that. You need to share the higher purpose of that. You need to be that ear, be that role model, be that person, because yet again, it's not about you. It's about what you can give to others how you can present yourself to others, what paths can you create for others. And all your job is to plant the seed. I'm not over here telling you to save everyone, to preach your message and take it personally if it's not taken. But we have a duty when we better ourselves to see those that are struggling and bring them towards the light. Bring them towards a choice. Bring them towards an option to do things differently than how they have been. Mental health in our community is still such a taboo. People are ashamed to say they're struggling mentally. They're embarrassed. They feel belittled that they're struggling. There are, you know, I run a women's group and I'll be really straightforward. There are some women who don't even want to come in the women's group because they're worried about other people knowing that they're having mental difficulties. And my comment to that is, where is the shame in working on yourself, in bettering yourself for yourself and your community, perhaps for your household, perhaps for your children or your partner? We really need to start to change the way us as a community think about mental health, think about the choices around mental health. We really need to open our own eyes to suggestion, to option, to change, to realizing there are so many more pathways than suffering in silence. So many more pathways than just seeing the first doctor and taking that script of medication. That you have a community behind you to help support you, to back you. 
And if we don't create community change by giving back and being of service to our community, how is the community ever going to change? Most of the women in my group are mothers. What kind of community do you want for your children to grow up in? What kind of resources do you want them to be able to access? What kind of groups and support systems do you want them to have in place that they can access if they're in need? What people fail to realize is it's great that you're in a great place and you've got your act together. But now what can you do with that? How can you bring more people on that journey? And I strive to create, God willing, a community of women that grow and grow and grow and can rely on each other and can give each other support and options and can remind each other and can start those hard, uncomfortable conversations without judgment, without bias, not only for themselves, but for their children. And I want it to be specifically led by them. It's empowering to know that you're backed by people on the same journey as you. It's empowering to know that when you're suffering, you're not alone. It's empowering to know that someone has been in the place you're in right now, but have come out of it. It's empowering to know that at the touch of a button, I can have a response, support, motivation, tools, and tips. Isn't this a change that you want to be a part of? Isn't this something you want an input in? To have a purpose, to have a drive, to leave this earth knowing you put in more than you took. To leave an imprint on people of your character, of how you showed up for them, of the knowledge you shared with them. It could be a simple couple words, a quote, a line of a book, could be a YouTube video. It could be as little as, are you okay? And that is what giving back is. That is what it not being about you is. That is what being of service is. People are waiting for massive moments, for money, for charity events, to make it not about them. But I challenge to make it not about you on a day-to-day basis in the smallest of ways. Because if you've listened to this podcast from start to finish, and I mean episode by episode, or if you're a part of my women's group or know me on a personal level, you know how much I preach about everything being in the small, consistent things you do. Not the monumental, massive, memorable moments. It is the small, consistent stuff that make a difference. And I'm also here to tell you today that our religion teaches us how to be selfless. Our religion teaches us how to combine as a community. Our religion teaches us that it's not about us. Don't let the men and women of our religion, what they went through, the torture, the starvation, being martyred, being kicked out of their lands, out of their homes, having their children killed and taken away from them. You know, men and women having their family members killed in front of them. 
all to uphold the blessings of our religion. Our religion. They done that for us because they knew it wasn't about them. They knew there is a higher purpose to the to the knowledge they had to share, to the teachings they had to share. They knew that they had a higher purpose going into those battles where they're outnumbered. Fighting against the odds, not even just on their battles, but within themselves, within their day-to-day life, within the challenges that arose. They could have given up. They could have said, this is too hard. They could have said, you know what? I'll just focus on my house and nothing outside of that. You know what? Even further, I'm just going to focus on me as a person and nothing outside of that. But they knew they were destined for more, for greater. And if you don't view this blessing and this sacrifice that the people of our religion made in order to preserve and purify and strengthen Islam, then you're sleeping. Then you are sleeping. It is a blessing to have such a strong religion, a selfless religion, a peaceful religion, a religion of direction, of growth, of self-love, of mercy, forgiveness, gratitude, a religion of purity. And if we continually uphold that these are the fundamentals that we wake up with every single day by simply being blessed to be Muslim, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose you to be guided, to have your heart steadfast, your eyes, your ears open to this beautiful religion, then it is your duty to share that. It is your duty to remember those fundamentals and live by that. You don't need a social media post to tell you that. You don't need a motivational speaker to tell you that. You don't need a pivotal, monumental moment in your life to draw you back to that. Yeah, they're good reminders. Yeah, sometimes they do make a difference on that day you're having or that week that you've had. Sometimes they are nice to listen to. But I'm telling you, if these are your core fundamentals of being a Muslim that you wake up and sleep with every single day, that are literally the core belief in your heart of who it is you are and realizing it's not about you, it's so much more than you, then you won't be waiting for a motivational speaker or a quote to pop up on Instagram or for a new book to come out and motivate you to change your life or for a catastrophe to happen in your life. You won't be waiting for that because you know day to day, moment to moment, you are blessed just by having and being Muslim. Now I challenge you, for the next week, to remember that it's not about you. And I want you to pick one simple task that you're going to do every single day 
to be of service to someone else. I'm curious if you can do that every single day for a week, perhaps you can do it for all your days every week. Peace and love. I'll catch you at the next podcast.